0: Hello, welcome everybody to the bonus episode of Elite City this week. Yes, you get to hear us talk again. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) this time we are going to go over the ring of honor death before dishonor pay-per-view um we will start covering ring of honor once ring of honor happens more often i imagine we'll cross that road when we get to it um but as for right now we're giving y'all this um if you watch the pay-per-view uh you know uh, we're gonna go over it like we do our normal Dynamite Rampage thing. If you haven't watched the pay per view yet, this is your warning. Shut it off because we are gonna give you spoilers. Yes. So, on that note, uh, what a pay per view, huh? Like,
1: yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I expected it to be good. Oh but yeah. But it was it was good. Uh,
0: just uh, we're not gonna cover the whole pre show. We're gonna go over like the highlights of the pre show. Uh, but the, the one hour pre-show, I, my match of the night for the pre-show was honestly the women's match, but every match was stellar. They, they put on a heck of a show.
1: Yeah. And they, they opened with the right, well, we'll talk about it in a second, but they opened with the right match to get the crowd into it.
0: Oh, yes, they did. Uh, but just the quick notes on the pre-show, it looks like Colt Cabana is... Going to be full time ROH, which I'm totally okay with. Uh, yeah, he opened the show. He looked great. Kind of looked like he got a little emotional at the end of his match, which I thought was super cool. I know Ring of Honor means a lot to him. Yeah. So i i was I was awesome to hear his music and and just see him again. So it really looks like Tony Khan is honoring. Excuse the pun. I didn't even mean it is honoring the past of Ring of Honor as opposed to just trying to like buy the brand and start anew.
1: Yeah, so, it'll like, be interesting like, to see what they do, how they how they balance that because they, they obviously want to quote, you know, pun wise, honor, Ring of Honor. Yeah, But it, it's not like, it's not going to be a tribute show. Like every show is not just going to be, hey, remember this guy? Here he is again. Yeah. Like they're going to have to move <laughs> it forward. So yeah. how they do that, it'll be fun to see.
0: And throughout the show, we learned that they has signed a lot of people long term um yeah it the, the trust busters are back um that's Devari and Slim J if if, yeah. if you had never watched any of their matches until uh the pay-per-view go back and watch their matches slim j you know it sounds like a dumb rapper name and that's how he dresses <laughs> but he is a fantastic wrestler watch anything that slim jay does and i mean everybody loves cheeseburger dude <laughs> he's crushed it again i mean uh it's the dumbest name and dumb gimmick but yeah you have to like not it. let
1: the, the the dumb name distract you from it but yeah
0: yeah <laughs> uh prince nana came back in a weird situation
1: I, I I still don't know exactly what happened. Like, did Tully Blanchard just decide he? From what I was reading, Tully Blanchard just decided he like doesn't want to travel or doesn't want to do this. Like, it's weird why he's just not there now. And,
0: and I mean, I all due respect to Tully Blanchard, he deserves to be able to say that. But right. It kind of seemed like a very last minute thing, considering. Yeah, for sure. It, you know, but hey prince nana's back
1: and he and, fits like he works it fits with them oh so. yeah
0: and i thought it was funny he made the point to say that he purchased tally right. Enterprises.
1: <laughs> like oh
0: okay uh uh the gates of agony and brian cage uh again with prince nana they look good brian cage i mean actually on television so I'm yeah okay he gets that. to be
1: on he gets to be on shows now
0: yeah uh and the the match of the whole um pre-show was allison k versus willow nightingale they were fantastic that that was lights out and i was like oh okay these girls just set the bar and you know let's start the show and little did i know how they were going to start the show my god
1: yeah it was i mean it was a good choice i mean if you weren't going to have if and, and the the tag ma- the tag match main eventing was a good choice. like it was I liked it.
0: And I love I mean you you pointed it out a couple weeks ago. Uh, Tony does this with rampage every now and again. the match that you think is going to be the main event opens the show right. And the first match on the card was the world heavyweight title match Claudio versus Jonathan Gresham yeah with Regal on commentary. The whole match was a 50-50 crowd, uh, an insanely technical wrestling match. I would say it was the most technical match, but there was a pure match on right. this card, so that was more. <laughs> uh, I always say Claudio slash Cesaro, pound for pound is the strongest man in pro wrestling.
1: Yeah, he's freakishly strong. Yes, like, and, her, he doesn't look, he doesn't, I mean, he's clearly built, but he doesn't look right. like, he's, he doesn't look like Brian Cage or something. Like, he doesn't look like that. Exactly. But he's and very strong.
0: He deadlifted Grisham. Fr- Grisham was on the apron. Claudio is in the ring. He deadlifts him over his shoulder and suplexes him from a standing position yeah the most incredible thing i have ever seen uh i mean this was pro wrestling glory this this was the most ring of honor match i've seen in a very long time
1: yeah this show and, it, it definitely felt the whole show i, I like that it didn't yes. feel like like another aw show like it felt like like it yes. was ring of honor
0: and I, you even texted me during the show. You're like, you know, does this feel like Ring of Honor to you? And I was like, oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, because I never watched original Ring of Honor outside of, you know, YouTube. Right. Like, I, I didn't watch their regular shows. So I, I you are much more of an a, a ROH person than I am. But, yeah.
0: And what made me laugh after I said that, I was like, oh, I didn't even realize that <laughs> – it It was aew
1: yeah (laughs) it
0: could have been an AEW. like i was like that's how good it is i mean like i even messaged you they they had this stupid cheesy heavy metal playing in between (laughs) all the matches and it was it was very very well done uh and brand new ring of honor world heavyweight champion much props to claudio very well-deserved. Can't believe he's never held a belt in professional wrestling. Yeah. Uh, well, he was a tag champion. He's never he was held a, a I
1: think belt. He, I think he was a U.S. champion in WWE, but oh, not... okay. Like, he, he didn't hold a major belt. Like, the U.S. title to, okay. at the right. time okay. doesn't mean much. <laughs> yeah,
0: especially there. Yeah. <laughs> in some companies, it means a lot, but yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, he is now the face of Ring of Honor, and... Very well deserved. Uh, uh, super cool. Um, super like very cool way to start the show too. Uh,
1: yeah, and he's he's a great choice to be the face of you know the new slash old Ring of Honor because he he has yes. Ring of Honor legacy, but yes. he's also a modern you know a new guy sort of. He's new to the AEW scene. He's new out of WWE, so he he's and, the perfect uh, face for it.
0: And I was just gonna say, with him being out of WWE, he has fans. Like not right. that Jonathan Gresham doesn't have fans, but Jonathan Grisham has a hardcore type fan. Like right. literally the casual fan. If you'd say, Hey, do you remember Cesaro? they'd be like, yeah. Oh, yeah, from the bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Okay, yeah. he's now Claudio Castagnoli, and he's here. Oh, I'm going to check that out. I like Right. Him, you know.
1: Yeah, he's a good choice, to, and obviously he can wrestle. He can do everything, oh, yeah. so it, it fits.
0: Uh, I thought, I, you know, much congratulations. Very well deserved. Fantastic match. Um, <laughs> I would say it was, like, the third best match on the card, and yeah. that's saying a lot. <laughs>
1: it it was it was slight it was slightly shorter than i thought it was going to be but it was still yeah very good yes
0: um well right after that uh match we had a backstage with lexi nair who she interviewed daniel garcia and i just thought it was funny that daniel garcia called aew the big leagues i don't know if that was a shot at eric bischoff and WCW? because was not uh, there a tagline where the I, big boys play or something?
1: Yeah. I also like that I f first when I saw this, I thought, oh, he's just being like a cocky heel. He's insulting ROH. He doesn't want to be there. He thinks AEW is bigger than it. But right. he's a sports entertainer. Correct. So of course he doesn't want to be in ROH. That's that's not where he wants to be. So it, it fits too. And like later later on, I think he like gave the finger when he was to the screen as he oh, was walking yeah. out. Like it yeah. It like so, it fits. It wasn't just like he hates being there because he's a heel. He hates being there because it's like it goes against it's what so he thinks he is. Like, it's like yeah. he's not a wrestler. He's not a ROH yeah. wrestler. He's he's better than that.
0: Yeah. And well, see, technically, he should be fired because right. he broke the uh, the uh, pure rules like you have right. to have adhered to the code of honor, and he didn't shake his hand at the
1: end. Right. But we'll get go. to that in
0: a second. Yep. <laughs> uh the next match which was the righteous versus Dalton Castle and the boys i know you love Dalton
1: Castle yeah he's I, i've only Dalton seen Castle. i've only seen him since AEW but he's 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 fun i like
0: him oh he's so fun uh someone tweeted out during uh during the weekend that um now that uh he has the uh the six man tag belts with the boys they need to <laughs> they need to f- form oh wait what did they call it castlehausen <laughs> <And> just <laughs> have danhausen form for one of the boys <laughs> uh, i love the six-man tag belts ring of honor always did that very well
1: yeah i was I actually because su- was... they haven't mentioned them much i was surprised they continued to that they're surprised they keep they're keeping them not that the that they're not good just because yes. they hadn't mentioned they hadn't mentioned them really since since Tony's been around, I was surprised and, that they were still there.
0: Yes, um, they did mention during this match that Dalton Castle and of course the boys signed long term deals with Ring of Honor. Yep, uh, they didn't mention that about the Righteous, but I I mean I have right here in the notes that you saw. I would love to see a Righteous feud with the House of Black. Yeah, that'd be cool. Those, I mean, the Righteous is basically a cult, and right. the House of Black have their religious overtones, and uh, the Righteous wear all white. The House of Black is in all black. I, it just works. Yeah, and they for sure. they can all talk, but for sure, I, I that might be a, a little bit of a wishful thinking. <laughs> but i hope one day we see that yeah that'd be uh, cool. like i it was a great match uh dalton castle did all his funny stuff uh the boys did their few uh feud excuse me the boys did their few things i mean they're actual wrestlers but they don't really wrestle all the that's time. not what they're there for yeah there's yeah they're they're definitely not there for that um but hey we have new six-man tag uh champions when dalton castle and the boys uh the pure championship match was probably my personal favorite of the night. Um, it's not going to get the love that the Briscoes and FTR got, right? Because it was, if you showed this to a casual fan, they would say, "Oh my god, turn this off! I am bored."
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's it's I mean, for a specific it's for a specific audience.
0: Yeah, and I mean.
1: And definitely an ROH audience, like ROH oh, yeah. fans that, that they appreciate this more than the the wider wrestling audience.
0: Uh, Danny Garcia versus Wheeler Yuta, Regal on commentary again. Oh, Regal was also on commentary for the Claudio match. I don't know if I said that.
1: Yeah, um, I really like that touch of whenever it's a Blackpool Combat Club match, Regal's on commentary. I like that that continued.
0: And uh, it was really cool. Um, Ian Icaboni brought up a point. Um regal gave garcia credit and he was like well why are you doing that that sounds like you're talking against your guy and he goes no 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 no, no. that's what you want and he was like you want him to get the advantage on on my guy because i want to see how my guy responds yeah he does he, that a lot
1: with i think he did in the the, the data match too he really wants you yes. to be tested by the people he's wrestling so it's yeah it's a cool little cool little thing yeah
0: it's like a, what a real coach would say, right? Like, okay, we train for this, you know what to do, but here it is in a non-training situation. Let's see right. how you react. Like I, it makes it more real. Right. Um, I, I said, uh, you know, I'll take this to the grave, even though it'll never happen, but AEW needs more pure rules matches. I would love if yeah. we had a pure rules belt i don't think they will
1: <laughs> i feel like they're gonna leave they're gonna leave, leave that to roh but yeah
0: yeah or at least for now to maybe if when roh gets tv um if the fans latch onto it maybe tony will have an AEW right uh pure belt or something equivalent um <laughs> i i'll swear by this too i think this was uh daniel garcia and wheeler Yuta backstage saying hey let's go out there and let's just fight and we're going to apologize later if we yeah. really connect
1: with anything <laughs> a lot of a lot we, of hard shots there yeah for sure
0: tons like i mean they beat each other up uh well i mean it took 14 and a half minutes to get the first rope break and oh excuse me i should have probably explain the rules huh um <laughs> if you're if you're on you know what no because if you're listening to this you know what Ring you,
1: you is. know the rules if you're if you've gotten yeah, this far in this this podcast
0: yeah, and if you're if you don't know, hey, you I I warned you to turn it off yeah. <laughs> because that means you didn't watch. They explained the rules at the beginning, right? Uh, right. But you get three rope breaks, and then after that, you can be submitted within the ropes. The ropes. You could be. Yeah. You can't have a rope break for a for a pinfall. It's super cool, but it took It's a cool. It's a cool and-
1: twist. It's a cool twist to matches to put that in there.
0: Yeah, it, I mean, it's pro wrestling with legit rule a legit rule base that isn't bent, bent like right let's face it rules in pro wrestling are very loose right <laughs> so um, this gives it more of a like collegiate wrestling feel right uh Wheeler to retained uh, Wheeler Utah retained with a fantastic match and like I said it was personally my match of the night but I don't think the average person would say that. Everyone's going to say that the main event was the match of the night. Uh, Moving right along, just like the show, it was one banger after another. We had the legit brother versus brother match. Roosh versus Dragon Lee. Again. The physicality in this match, Uh Caprice Coleman put it best that it, they're going to have a heck of a time at the dinner table this week yeah. after this one because <laughs> they did not hold back.
1: I like the like physical lucha style, like it still has the yes. the you know the the athleticism of a lucha match, but it's a lot more harder hit. It's a lot harder hitting than than you know like you know nineties WCW cruiserweight matches. Yeah. It seems to be and, a new sort of twist on the lucha style that a lot of, a lot of wrestlers are doing now. And I like it.
0: I, I, I thought it, yeah, I agree. And I thought it was the perfect match to put after the slower paced Yeah. Pure match. Like you were getting top rope spots. And uh, I said, the only reason I cared about this match, I texted you is because the, 40 seconds Excalibur talked about it on Rampage. Yeah, for sure. He gave me the whole story. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't know they were fighting. There was some infighting within their group and they were just going to settle it here. Right. And, okay, I'm, and they did. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Dragon Lee probably did the most insane move I have ever seen (laughs) in a wrestling match. Uh, To, to, Explain it to people if you didn't see it, and you're still listening. Um How Darby Allen like runs and uses like he'll run the ropes and then do the suicide dive between the top and middle rope, like onto the floor. Dragon Lee did this, but all the way to the Spanish announce table where <laughs> Roosh was laying and put him through the table.
1: Yeah, that was nuts. I
0: like my my. <laughs> My legit notes say, middle rope jump, oh, God, what? Unreal. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I had, like, Doritos in one hand, and I was, like, writing stuff down, and then that happened, and I was like, ah, I, like, threw the chips down, and, like, that's what I jumbled down. I'd never seen that done, ever. No. Like, so much could have went wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if he nips the rope, then slides under the table. <laughs> right. Or just, like, misses the table altogether. Like, I mean, that makes, like, the top rope jump through the table, like, almost look weak now. Right. <laughs> like, I hate to say that because it's still it's, amazing. It's one, but... of those,
1: one of those things where you're, yeah, they, they've, like, done something that shouldn't be able to be done. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But it yeah. like how how it's possible, but it it works. Yeah. It um, was possible like a person a person did do that.
0: But. Correct. <laughs> correct. And uh well, Roosh got his got his um revenge on his brother because he hit a released German from the apron and threw him to the floor. Again, the trust level. I, again, I know it's your brother. And they probably rest been wrestling each other since they've been two years old. I, I mean, but I mean, you see released Germans all the time where people end up like high on their shoulders, almost neck. Right. And they're just landing in a wrestling ring. They don't have the extra. What's that? I don't know. Three and a half feet from floor to the top of the apron. To right. <laughs> and I mean, he landed perfect. But still the huh, that was that was pretty insane. And needless to say, that is what got Roosh the win. He he got like a heel type win. Uh, and Jose the assistant said that their their beef was squashed. And I guess uh, Roosh is still the number two in the I'm not even gonna attempt to say there. I have it spelled yeah. insanely wrong in my <laughs> notes. I'm not even
1: gonna attempt just say their faction.
0: They're yes, they're very very familial faction in triple A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll say. Um all in all, it was a it was a great match. Very exciting. Like I said, I I don't think you could have picked a better match to follow, the pure rules match.
1: Yeah, for sure. And And now Roosh Uh, is getting a interim title shot.
0: Yes. And I thought that was very cool how they explained it.
1: Um, I like that. They explained it. Like I, I know that there's rankings and I know that mm -hmm. there's people are, some people are going to be, when I first heard that I was like, what, but then they explained it and yeah, you can kind of it's wrestling, right? So you can kind of get away with anything if you explain why it's happening. And they did. So
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, and he's not going to win. Obviously, like he's not no going to win. Way. So it's it's no like way. that's fine. It'll be a good match, and they explained why it's happening. So good.
0: Oh, and I just thought of something. Maybe this could set up Moxley versus Andrade.
1: Oh yeah, that would be good. I would like to see that.
0: Oh, yes, that's way better than Mox Jericho too. Yeah, for sure. Okay, let's go. Yeah, like you know, Roosh loses, and then Andrade's mad, and he could be like, "Well, obviously you can't get the job done. I guess I'm gonna have to get the job done." And yeah, he challenges that would, Mox. That would be cool. Yeah, let's go. Okay, that'd be cool. Now I'm hyped. Uh, <laughs> women's match uh, for the women's uh, ROH world title didn't end the way I thought it was going to. This was my surprise. I yeah, definitely... I was I was
1: surprised. It you mentioned afterwards that it makes sense, but it, I was surprised that when it happened.
0: Yeah. Um, it, we all, I mean, we talk about on uh, on the podcast all the time. We're both Penguins slash NHL fans. Right. And whenever a coach makes, makes a change up, shake up to the lines, and sometimes you're like, why the heck is this guy playing up? On the second line, he's a third line guy. Right, and he gets moved up, and all of a sudden, there's this weird instant chemistry, and then this person becomes a store These two have wrestling chemistry.
1: Yeah, they do. They I like their 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 styles of you know Mercedes is more of a you know heavy hitter, and Serena is more of a technical wrestler. But they they do it well together.
0: Yes, it.
1: They mix their styles well together. They they do a good job.
0: Yeah. And they both know how to get to like. It's not like oh, Mercedes jumps off the top rope and then she does her, like, hard hitting stuff, and then Deeb puts her like in a wrist lock. Like, right? Oh, it, like they chain it together. And yeah, they like, mix
1: it together really well.
0: Yeah, it's like almost like they're dancing. Like it's
1: my they chain- my controversial opinion on on Serena Deeb is everyone wants to be Bret Hart. She's Bret Hart. Like, she wrestles at a level totally
0: Bret Hart. She wrestles
1: at a Bret Hart-ish level. Like, it's it's very good. And the fact that... um, When you watch Bret Hart in the 90s, he had really good matches with people like Kevin Nash or The Undertaker, who at the time was not known for great wrestling skill. Yeah. But he managed to mix his style really well with both of them. And she does that, too. She mixes whatever she's doing with the other person, and it works. Yeah. Every time, like she can, she could Every wrestle time. anyone and it works. Yes. And Mercedes is not untalented, like she's very good. So it makes,
0: oh, yeah, a good match. Yeah.
1: It makes it a, that's not a knock on her. I'm just saying Serena Deep is at a completely different level than most wrestlers. And Martinez keeps up with her and they have good matches.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the scary part of the match, I will say, until I saw it from the other angle, um, mercedes gave um serena a release german from the second rope into the ring yeah from the corner excuse me i almost sneezed and uh it looked like she landed really high almost all on her neck but when they showed like the side angle i mean it was close but she definitely just she hit her shoulders and she had her head tucked. she was fine but other than that and it, it, it wasn't I don't want to say it was a botch like it just, no. just looked like it was it looked way worse than it was we'll say yeah but uh like I said I was surprised I definitely thought Serena was gonna win but it makes more sense for Mercedes to win yeah they were both ring of honor they were both in ring of honor I should say um but to me Serena and again no knock at against mercedes but serena fits more in aew than she does ring of honor
1: yeah and i think they kind of need her more in aew like roh is I, yes it's it's, it's not going to be like a developmental show tony said that and i don't think it will be i think it's going to be its own programs it's not oh, going to yeah, run is sure. there is there it's not going to be their nxt right um but mercedes is going to be wrestling a lot of women I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people who are in or the new ROH, will be less experienced than the people who yes. are on AEW, outside of a few people like Claudio or Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Mercedes can do great work with a lot of younger wrestlers and do a really good job with it. And Serena Deeb can take people to a level where they need to be for TV, like her match with yes. Hannah J. Like she can... Yeah. She doesn't just get good matches out of people. She puts them on a... a she shows them how to work you know TV matches. And... Yeah. And AEW is going to be obviously, even if they're both equal, AEW is the higher company. Like it's it has the better time yeah. slot. It has the it's had yeah, more prestige sure. at this point. So she needs to she she'll do a really good job at 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 making really good TV matches with basically anyone. Someone like an Anna J. or someone who's you know close to being a star but isn't quite there yet. They can yeah. have a, a thing with her, and she'll do a good job of it.
0: Yeah, and that that. That showed in this match too.
1: Yeah. So and none of this is a knock on Mercedes. Like she's talented no, 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 herself. No. Yeah. Like she's, I'm yeah. not saying she's not
0: for sure. But there aren't many on Serena's level. Like yeah. said, she's, she's on a Bret Hart level. Yeah. Uh, she's you can put her in there with anybody yeah. and they will look good. Right. Um, The, <laughs> the next match, it was no surprise. Uh, in hindsight, we talked about on uh, part one of how sometimes AEW kind of leaves you hanging, but then makes up for it in the right. grand scheme of things. Well, I've been complaining about Samoa Joe never answer answering Jay Lee's right. They Oh, did he answer?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was a little strange that he wasn't on TV for so long, but yeah, they made up for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know Jay Lethal comes to the ring and he's doing his stuff he's halfway to the ring Joe's music hits and Joe sprints out of the back and just annihilates <laughs> uh, annihilates Lethal on the uh the runway as he's about to hit the ring and they went uh well over 10 minutes on the outside before the match even started it was so yeah. cool the way they did it
1: I wonder if they if that was a stylistic choice because of the feud these guys are in, or if like are they protecting Samoa Joe a little bit? I mean, he's had injuries. He's and it's having a brawl sort of thing outside the ring is a bit safer than I don't know if it's safer. But I, I, I wrestlers no. who are more injured, who are more injury prone, can do a brawl like you know Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania did a brawl outside the ring because right. that's what he could do at his level. So is Joe, you know, are they protecting him? Are they trying to avoid injury with him? Or is this just a choice they made because of the type of feud that they've had?
0: I think this was the 17 years in the making rematch.
1: Yeah. And it like, makes I, sense. I, like it, yeah. it, it's understandable why they would start with that because of the and, feud that they've oh, had in their history. And
0: It was, it was so good. Uh, everybody loves Joe. Yeah, and when the match finally started this is the part i was i talked about in part one uh <laughs> satnam Singh gets he gets thrown out because he was holding joe up and you know right so when the bell finally rings you know the referee throws him out well <laughs> I- i'm not going to repeat it because i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to Sound like I'm making fun of the way he talks, but he swore in English, <laughs> right? And it did not come over as powerful, right? As you would expect with his with his thick accent, <laughs> and like I, that's when I told you I literally were on the TV. I was like, I need to hear that again. That was, hilarious. <laughs> uh, and it it was just funny because it was unexpected. Uh, but even Satnam Singh doing the run in, like I hate to make it sound like like we talked about in part one when a guy is over seven feet tall the bar is very low for them right and I mean this guy played in the NBA he's not a schlub he's an right. athlete but he is a surprise that he can move the way that he can move yeah um, I thought it was super cool that Ian Icavone and um, uh, Caprice Coleman brought up Samoa Joe being a former NXT champion yeah uh, that is something that is a very AEW thing to recognize that they are not the only
1: right and other companies down, exist and they don't forget what you did because you
0: just because you're you here yeah else. right um well that's the way sports work you know like, right you know, if you win the Stanley Cup and they go to another team, they don't take your ring away,
1: right? <laughs> like, and mean... and 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 they're not promoting, especially because AEW. I I guess I can kind of see why WWE does that because they're by far the biggest company, and you may only know that they exist and not know anyone else exists. So yeah. by mentioning another company, you're you're letting people know that they exist. But, but... in reverse, I mean, everyone watching AEW knows that right. Samoa was in NXT like this is they're not gonna be like what WWE yeah. I've never heard of this promotion I will check <laughs> yeah. it out so yeah. like that's not something they have to worry about yeah but it's cool uh, like I like it
0: yeah I mean like I said it it's it makes it feel more like real
1: sports because
0: right. other leagues exist I mean you know Jager refuses to play in the nhl and he should be on the penguins but
1: or... but it's not like he doesn't exist now that he's in a different yes league yeah
0: maybe that's why he doesn't age yeah. <laughs> he went he went to play in the the czech super league and, and it no
1: like he no longer exists, longer exists.
0: he just <laughs> we always see him at that age anyway right. wow that was weird but hilarious like two people understand that joke <laughs> and, and one of them's one of them's talking to me right now. The other yeah. One. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> back on track. Uh, Joe kicked out of lethal injection, and Caprice Coleman told me that is apparently the first time that's ever happened. I was not aware. Yeah, like
1: because I like because on a rampage even they hyped it up as oh nobody kicks out of that like.
0: I know. I thought that was a very cool callback.
1: Which only which you only gathered as a as a a point in retrospect. Like as it happened, you weren't thinking oh that means he's gonna kick out of it. Like I didn't yes. think that at all. <laughs> But yeah. in retrospect, you realize, oh, okay, that was that's why they did it. That's kind of cool.
0: And the look on Joe's face when he rolled Lethal over to make him tap—it literally looked like he was strangling him. His eyes yeah. were bulging. <laughs> he was like, his face was red. Looked like, oh, I mean, it was—he looked like he was about to kill someone. Yeah. Uh, Joe retains, which I was. Uh, this was, they could have went 50-50. I literally didn't care who won. Just like the main event, did not care who won the main right. event either. Uh, but it was a very, uh, I'm happy Joe won. Uh, I hope that this isn't over though. I, I yeah, really I want to know like where,
1: where this goes now.
0: Yes. Uh, Jay Lethal is Ring of Honor. Like, I mean, <clears throat> he was, oh, I forget the name of the he was in a, he was like in one of their top stables with Kevin okay. Steen and I can't think of the name of it. That's going to kill me anyways. <laughs> but they were the, like they were the big thing. Uh, the only thing I'm going to complain about this pay-per-view, we need to hire truth Martini. Come on, Tony hire <laughs> truth Martini. He's the greatest manager ever. Come on hire him. He's awesome. Okay. <laughs> Main event. Uh, Tag team title match, two out of three falls, 60 minute time limit. FTR and the Briscoes. Um, <clears throat> FTR claims to be the best tag team in the world. Briscoes claim to be the best tag team in the world. And the Young Bucks claim to be the best tag team in the world. Right. All three of them, we need a three way uh, eventually. Yeah. And um, again, I, I don't know how. We, we talked about in episode one the briscoes will probably never be on dynamite or rampage but i wonder if they could be on an aw
1: pay-per-view yeah that's interesting i don't know
0: you know uh because that has no affiliation with turner
1: at that right. point so yeah that's interesting
0: yeah so if we could somehow get that at like uh maybe a forbidden door next year uh, i mean
1: because they they it's not like they haven't mentioned them on AEW. they have
0: correct yeah and they even showed their little graphics so right um i i'm just i putting that out in the world you know to yeah let it, let it emanate you know yeah <laughs> throwing that out there um very surprising start they started off very slow um it didn't last long but the first right. the first two to five minutes uh was just a very slow feeling out process and 50 50 crowd the entire match uh there were actually two dudes i noticed in the front row who um with the briscoes got the first fall like they clapped and then when it got tied up one one they clapped again and then the one, the <laughs> other one and said it, literally i read his lips and he's like i don't care
1: who wins this so, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was like it, it was no one needed to care um, yeah
1: i don't think anyone like i assumed fdr would win but no one's going to be upset with any outcome of this match
0: <clears throat> well see i was thinking uh, i was thinking the briscoes were going to win and that's how we were going to get the box FTR because they both just lost their belts. Right. Oh, woe is me type deal. And then be like, well, Hey, wait a minute. Didn't we just have a thing? Let's continue our thing. You know, right. That's what I thought was going to happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, That makes sense.
0: Boy. Did the Briscoes put on a show though. Uh, Oh yeah. I mean, they're, I think I could be wrong. So if I'm wrong, someone feel free to yell at me. I think they're the longest tenured, Ring of Honor people left. Um, I'm pretty sure. So, because they were there until the end, uh, I think. But, well, they will get those belts back. I mean, it's just a given. Uh, Yeah. FTR, uh, even the score, 1 1. And, I mean, obviously, I mean, when this match was announced, everybody knew it was going to go to three falls.
1: Yeah. That, I don't think I've ever seen a two or three falls match that doesn't go to three falls.
0: I think there was one in ECW. Okay. And a, Remember, it, I mean, Paul Heyman would do this stuff all the time. Uh, like if it was an elimination match, you'd eliminate the champions. The champion the first, champion, yeah. And then you're guaranteed a new champion. Well, one right. time, uh, it could have been could have been like the Dudleys wrestled somebody and they got two in a row and like the crowd went bananas
1: yeah that's i i would like to see it happen sometimes because it's surprising but
0: i thought it was going to be tied one one and we were going to get the 60 minute
1: draw yeah and oh and then they could go to overtime like bret hart and john michaels
0: well i was going to say they could either do that or they could just make the internet really mad and have. (laughs) the internet would not be happy
1: with people that. would be very upset but yeah it'd yeah. be a cool story
0: oh it'd be a great story because then what do you do
1: like right you know
0: um but you know ftr got two in a row at the end um to retain and you know again they shook the briscoe's hands the briscoe's played it that, off really that that well. pile
1: driver that ended the match was not i don't, think I've, that. That I don't think I've seen that i don't think i've seen that before
0: <laughs> no i've never seen that it again these the, the trust level and the professionalism yeah. that a lot of these uh moves and matches on So i right have to say you.
1: dax i think was technically being pinned for a little bit there after he hit that
0: yes well I mean, and right, i think he look. realized
1: it too because like he was gonna lay there to like sell yeah. the, the the exhaustion but i think he realized oh wait i'm actually being pinned and then rolled him over
0: yeah um Let's not forget the the ref getting knocked out. I I skipped that over in my right. notes. So technically, the Briscoes did get
1: yeah the winning. So game. they could always they could always do a another match There's, here. Well, there there has to be another match.
0: Yeah. And it's gonna be like a cage match or yeah they have
1: to step it up after after a two three yeah. falls. So
0: yeah. So we're gonna get number three. Um. Oh no, I was gonna say maybe we get that at battle of the belts, but. I don't think
1: we'll see the right. I don't think so.
0: Um, but all in all this, like I said, this was not my personal match of the night. Mine was the pure championship match of the, of the pay-per-view, but this was a damn good tag team
1: wrestling match. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely.
0: Um, I'd give the, the pay-per-view all in all, I'd give it a uh, eight and a half out of 10. It was a solid show. Um, like I said, we learned a lot of... Oh, the, the Briscoes also signed a long-term deal with Ring of Honor, so they'll right. probably be retiring from uh, Ring of Honor, which is good for them. Like, There's not a lot of, uh, especially in pro wrestling, guys working for one company ever. And right. I'm yeah, pretty that's, sure that's, pretty cool. that's the only company they ever worked for. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be really cool. Um, but like I said, all in all, good pay per view. What were your thoughts on pay per view? Like, yeah, it was a good show. I
1: mean, I liked, I like, like I said, I liked that it felt different from an AEW show. It's clearly not an AEW show, which I liked. I liked that it, right. it was, it was just outside of. I think was Danny Garcia the only probo? Uh, yeah. Uh, and um, on the main had- on, on the main show, Yeah, i saw yeah. It, okay, Sanjay died. yeah.
0: Yeah, Sunday sounds had one on the pre-show, but the main show. I like because
1: it was mostly, it was just wrestling matches. Like, it was a wrestling match followed yeah. by a wrestling match follower. And that's yeah. what ROH to me, seems like it should be. And I think yeah. that's what it seems like. it should Like, that's what Tony Khan is aiming for, too. And yeah. it was a good show. It's it, it wasn't even hurt by the fact that a lot of these matches had no actual build.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> because they didn't, they, I mean, the RH doesn't have a TV show, so they couldn't build a lot of them. But that wasn't a problem. I think it could be a problem going forward. Like AEW can't just keep having these shows that happen kind of in a vacuum. But for this show, it was, it was great. I liked it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, even some of the matches, like the six man tag was literally, the six man tag belt match was literally
1: announced like Wednesday. I mean, like
0: they knew beforehand, but still.
1: Yeah. And there was no build to it really, but it it worked.
0: Yeah, totally worked. And I'm, 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 Happy Ring of Honor is back. You know, Ring of Honor holds a special place for me, but uh, this proved that Ring of Honor was back. Like, Supercard of Honor was like, oh, okay, it really is back. But this was a very Ring of
1: Honor show. Like,
0: it was not AEW Ring of Honor. It was actual Ring of Honor.
1: Uh, Uh, They haven't announced anything for going forward. I wonder what their next show will be.
0: I, that that's I was thinking the same thing. Uh, they have not. Um,
1: I know ROH usually runs final battle like in the in December ish.
0: Yes, um, but they have not even. They haven't announced no, anything. Yeah. Well, this one wasn't announced until like what about May, huh?
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't announced that far in advance. So they, they
0: they oh yeah they because they went right from they announced it in May then all of June like all of May led into Forbidden Door. Then Forbidden right. Door happened and all of June led into this. So Right. Well so yeah, I mean we maybe we'll see something announced at um oh, it could be the Canadian pay per view, huh?
1: That's true. Ooh. RH has done ROH has done Canadian shows too, so they could always do that.
0: Oh now see I'll Yell if if you can. <laughs> no, I'd be happy for it. it'd be awesome.
1: I know they've done. I've they've done shows in Toronto, like at a smaller a smaller venue, obviously, but they've done shows in Toronto. So.
0: Okay, well that's.
1: I don't know if that would be AEW's like that. I don't think that would be. They'd have that be their Canadian debut. No,
0: their their Canadian debut will be
1: all AEW. It'll right? be an AEW show but they um, might announce just it just, some they okay. might announce it at like all out or they might announce it somewhere oh, along I mean. there yeah, but, yeah okay that'd be cool well, that's, i'm looking forward to it
0: yeah same here you know it's nice that rh uh, is around it's very very uh so happy <laughs> <laughs> um before we get to the big elephant in the room which that's how we're going to end this no rants in this one well it's Basically a giant rant. But It'll
1: be a rant. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's,
0: yeah, it's an unplanned rant. Yes. Um, I didn't put this in the notes. It's just come off the top of my head right now. Obviously, we heard the rumors this week that AEW quite possibly might run Sky Dome.
1: Yeah, it's possible.
0: How insane would that be? Like,
1: Because it, it seems like... I mean that based on the leaks really that have come out I, based on the leaks that have come out they they want to do it for a Canada show and Toronto is the most likely place for the first Canada show. Yeah. And if it's going to be in the winter it might be hard to book the Scotiabank Arena because that's the Raptors and the the Leafs are playing. And if it's oh, going to be in December the,
0: Okay, I didn't realize Scotiabank held basketball too. It would be Yeah, Scotiabank it has
1: NBA and NHL so ah, it's going okay. to be it's going to be booked up. And they can't do it outside, obviously it's Canada in December. Correct. So that's not that's not gonna happen. So yeah. Roger Center slash Skydome is and then who was it? Was it Meltzer or who yeah, was, pointed out? Like what sort of what sort of stadium do you think they could they could fill?
0: Do you think they could sell forty thousand?
1: I think they could. If they, they'd have to book it, they'd have to tell us about it soon.
0: Well that's what and I was just ha- gonna say. If you, yeah.
1: They'd have to he give you a lot time. of time to buy it. And they'd have to, I mean, they have enough Canadians on the roster that they could hype them up. Oh, like they yeah, have, you know, Kenny Omega, they have Christian, they have Jericho. They. Ethan I think they could do it if they, if they, if they gave it enough time. And if it was, it has to be a, a big pay-per-view, obviously. They're not going to.
0: Oh yeah. They wouldn't be, have like rampage at do <laughs> <yeah. Sky>
1: Dome. <laughs> right.
0: Or, or dynamite even
1: like I mean, even like grand slam who has like you know twenty thousand, it's it's a dynamite rampage show i think they yeah. couldn't do that i think they'd have to have it be a pay-per-view
0: yeah it would definitely have to be a pay-per-view but boy i mean and also like obviously they wouldn't run skydome every single time but right for a debut yeah i definitely like is it, like i mean obviously you live in canada is there hype up there for AEW?
1: I don't like, we don't get ratings like reported the same way that like, you guys get ratings reported. Uh, so we don't really know how well, from what I know, the uh, Rampage uh, uh, Dynamite airs on TSN here. And from what I've heard, it gets pretty good ratings. Like it does pretty oh, okay. well. But Rampage airs on like only online. It's not on the, it's not on a, a TV station. It's on TSN's website, basically, or their app. Oh, okay. Um, so, Rampage doesn't do well because it's it's not on TV. But I think Dynamite does pretty well. Like I think it gets pretty good ratings. And TSN I think keeps it on. Like they have t- they they have like five TSNs. There's like TSN one through five. Oh. Wow. Um. And it's on like TSN two or something. Like it's it's one of the more important ones as they don't oh, shove it off like, until like okay they don't shove it off onto like their fifth network. So it does I well enough that they put it on like a main network show. So I think it does pretty well and. I mean, it's been mentioned in like the Toronto star. It's been, it it has buzz. So I, I think they, I think they could, I think they could could do it if they gave it enough time and they'd have to, I mean, you could never promise, but you'd have to kind of have to promise, you know, Kenny Omega is going to be there. Chris Jericho is going to be there.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to have, yeah.
1: You'd have to find (laughs) a way to like get Bret Hart to show up or something, but I think they could do it.
0: Well, that could actually be a possibility now. We'll get into that. (laughs) We'll get into that in a minute. Ah, uh, well, that's that's very promising. That that's interesting, and it's cool to hear it from your perspective. That, and it's cool to hear like AEW could very possibly do that. That's because if they
1: cool. can't do Scotiabank Arena, which holds, you know, it's an NA, it's an NHL NBA arena, so it holds, you know, twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. If they can't do that, they're not. I don't think they're going to go smaller for their deb- debut. They're not going to set like a you know a ten thousand seat building i think they're yeah, going to go that, bigger that would be a little so, weird
0: to do it that way
1: to do their you know their view here in like a, yeah. a very small arena it would be strange so we'll see yeah.
0: it'd yeah. be really cool that would be super cool
1: and um, and just on the like from a optics view like not only does forty thousand, fifty thousand 50,000 people look really great i mean skydome slash Rogers center is Known for in terms of wrestling, it's known for Hogan Warrior and Hogan Rock. Like it's known for WrestleManias.
0: Oh, wow, I forgot Hogan so, Rock was there. Wow.
1: So wow. if so, if they could do the pay per view in a building that's known for you know, massive WrestleManias, just from how that would look, would be really cool.
0: That would be super cool. I well, I'm I'm hoping
1: that
0: <laughs> your wish. I mean.
1: I've I've been I've been hoping for this for like a year, so we'll see. Say, I mean,
0: yeah, so I mean, you've been hitting about it, so let's
1: let's go. I know it. I know before the pandemic, Tony Khan said they wanted to come to Canada, so yes. it's been pushed back. So hopefully that happens soon. I think yeah, they also so... mentioned that he uh, he also mentioned he want wasn't there. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there was a show like already planned for like the UK before the pandemic.
0: I'm pretty sure they were going to go over there. Yes.
1: And then they um, had to aware. cancel that. So that's, that's yeah. also somewhere they could go.
0: Oh yeah. There uh, I've been hearing rumblings about um, uh, like a UK, like, I don't know if they're going to do like a full tour yeah. or um, at least go over and we'll get like, obviously we wouldn't get um di- It would be a tape dynamite for the States and right. North America, but um, they at least want to go over and tape some shows over there which i think would be cool
1: that'd be really that'd be cool because cool. the uk yeah. has a i mean the uk has its own wrestling audience that would be pretty yeah. excited for for the stuff AEW does so that'd be cool
0: yeah so
1: but now that we say that they're just going to do shows in chicago So <laughs> chicago
0: only it's, it's gonna which again like I, I don't know i
1: mentioned last week i don't have a problem with that i understand why they're here
0: totally um so the big elephant in the room that we have not addressed yet (laughs) uh we found out this week um that literally the boss of wwe vincent mcmahon or vinnie mack stepped down amidst allegations of basically sexual misconduct um (laughs) well not basically that's 100 percent what it is
1: and financial Uh, misconduct as far as we can tell but yes and i mean this yeah. is all allegedly we we had none of this has been proven but yes <laughs> yeah well I, vince would not step down unless it was well I no mean, he retired didn't you hear he just realized he's old and he just wants oh, to yeah. go retired yeah. you know when you when you decide that you want to retire you do it suddenly without notice on a friday afternoon <laughs>
0: Exactly on a friday that's friday how everybody
1: afternoon. retires isn't it like yeah. at 4 30 on a friday afternoon i'm just retiring that's it bye i'm never showing yeah. up again you won't see me again I've yeah. chosen to do this. Don't worry.
0: Yeah, that's how my dad retired. He just <laughs> went into work one day. He was like,
1: ah, I didn't know this sometime. And uh, just disappeared. <laughs> and then just
0: disappeared. Uh, yeah, that's uh, very weird. Uh, definitely thought, you know, not to be morbid, but definitely thought the man was going to die in that chair with the head yeah. on yelling at somebody. <laughs> uh,
1: it's very, and, and it seems... We might as well mention that. Obviously, this is an AEW podcast, but you right. can't not mention you can't not mention yeah, this. We, not, we only because, cover... not only because, not only because it's probably going to gonna affect AEW, but it's just it's a huge wrestling story. Like it's huge, so you yes. have to talk about it.
0: I mean, this is. I would honestly say this is bigger than when he purchased WCW because we saw yep. that coming from a mile away that it was going to go up for sale. I mean, right. we didn't know that Vince was necessarily going to buy it, but that was definitely an option. Yeah. (laughs) But this,
1: it's it's bizarre to think someone said that before I saw someone say online, like he's been, if you're our age, you know, 40 ish or younger, you don't remember wrestling without him.
0: That's totally correct.
1: Like, like (laughs) you don't remember, like you might, it might've been around, there were territories in the seventies, but do you remember them? You probably don't. Right. So yeah, I've, (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, like I said, my my dad was. Uh, we would watch AWA, and I'm. It was AWA because I was on ESPN, and right. then he watched WCW, or maybe it was even World Class then, or WC. That was WCCW. I can't remember. I mean, I was a l li- I mean, I was sitting on my dad's lap, so right. I was that little. But I definitely remember like watching with him and then like he was like the wrestling purist and then he was like oh here buddy i'm gonna put this on for you'll you like it and i was like okay and then you know i saw hulk hogan and wwf and i was like well this is way better than the stuff you watched and he was like yeah it is (laughs) uh and um i mean that's that's all i knew Uh, Well, not all I knew. Like I knew Flair and Dusty Rhodes and all that from watching with my dad, but I didn't care about that. I didn't know what was going on. Like,
1: yeah, we mock like the you know sports entertainment thing, but that's what we that's what we know. Yeah, (laughs) and we've we've said before, like we were WWF WWF at the time. Like, that's the only thing I watched. I think I've mentioned before, like we didn't get Nitro at a good time, so I didn't watch it. But I don't think I would have watched it even if we got it like i was like so hardcore wwf that like i was like i'm not going to watch them there can't be they can't be as good and <laughs> i'd and i'd fall for all the wwf tricks of like oh the, the only guys who went down there are like old and washed up i'm like yeah they are i don't want to watch that <laughs> like i was yeah. i was 100 <laughs> percent sold on what Vince McMahon was doing
0: and i mean you can this is. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here, and people can fight me if they want. In the grand scheme of things, the guy never did anything positive for pro wrestling <laughs> <laughs> I, ever. I mean, it goes back to just goes back to destroying the territories. Like, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, oh yeah, he went into to the territories and he was going national and he took the best guy out of here. And he took Hogan from here and Piper from here and big John stud from here. And then that made him his roster. Right. Okay. Well, there were guys on those rosters that were making a living that were mid to bottom card guys that might not have known how to do anything else in the world except wrestle. And right. then they were just screwed.
1: Right. Right. Like, which is why, which is why now when people say, first of all, oh AEW only hires X WWE guys, but yeah, yeah, Vince, so did Vince. That's what that's what you do. <laughs>
0: yeah, like,
1: and B, when people are like, oh, like the Tony Khan tweet when he tweeted, I loved his tweet by the way. That like oh, I'm now the, lo- the longest reigning CEO in wrestling. That was amazing. I thought it was great.
0: It was hilarious.
1: Yeah. But the fact that some people were like, well, how can you how could you be so so uh you know dismissive of what Vince McMahon have done? Like did you know Vince McMahon? Have you ever seen Vince McMahon before? <laughs> like that's yeah, what he right. did. Like, yeah, you're right. When he went into a territory and ran them out of business, he wasn't like, oh, but i I feel bad. I don't want to hurt. yeah, I'll
0: hire everybody
1: right I'll no, hire he didn't the care
0: office. no, yeah,
1: he didn't care at all. My... So, like... Yeah. Uh,
0: and uh, like, uh, like I said, fight me if you disagree with me anybody <laughs> uh I, I drank the kool-aid too with you and the attitude era and but i mean that was all put in place because like you said he he didn't steal but he lured other people into his company that were already established names and then right granted gave them a platform people like stone cold like became who they were and right. i mean he he obviously did uh like the rock was there but I, he didn't find the rock that was rocky johnson's son and the rock obviously had charisma i mean look at him right uh, there is very few stars that he actually made i'll give him cena right but after cena that's probably it
1: I mean, Seriously? it's the it's the CM Punk line from his from his um pipe bomb, and it sounds cliche, but when he's like, he's a millionaire who should be a billionaire. Well, he is a billionaire now, but right. all but he dropped like he dropped the ball a lot. Like he should yeah. have been. He was very successful. I'm not saying he was not very successful because he is. He started a, a smaller company that became a global company yeah. that makes billions of dollars. So like that's success Correct. by by most definitions, um, but. He could have done a lot more with what he had, and I don't want to sound like oh Vince McMahon was not successful. Like obviously he was successful. Oh yeah, I mean he's
0: yeah he's, he then never has anything. There's probably the next five generation of McMahon's are never going to have to worry about anything. Like, right. They could totally just sit around all day <laughs> and, like they will just be millionaires
1: still. Like, Which brings me to the point now. I mean, both of us have stopped watching. I'll i watch it on occasion. I'll watch WWE mm-hmm. for like Rumble or Mania, but I'm not watching their weekly shows. I'm not like you're not watching their shows like but Correct. we did at one point. 100%. If Vince if Vince McMahon is actually gone and the pro pro the, the shows get better, will you watch them? Like I'm say gonna, say it gets better. Say it's a it's a different show and it's people are talking about how good it is. Would you watch it?
0: I'm still gonna say no because I'm too invested in on other things that I watch right now, like right. like I when the NHL comes back, uh, I will always watch the Penguin games, um, right? Less unless they fall on a Wednesday, that's right, <laughs> or Friday, but usually the NHL is over by ten o'clock, especially if yeah. it starts at seven. Um, but no, because I watch, um, I'll watch Dark and Elevation on Mondays and Tuesdays, uh, maybe. If they do something like on YouTube, I would watch that. Uh but they probably won't because they own the network, so they'll put it on right. there. Uh, it's also robbing three say, hours.
1: I feel like I can't watch I was just hours. gonna like, I was
0: just gonna say that. You you're trying to invest me into five hours of television more a week when I'm already watching about five hours of AEW. Like I don't need right. another five hours right. of wrestling <laughs> in my life. Right. Uh I mean, there's always that chance, like, I mean, with my cable, I, I do get the network for free and I don't watch it now, but yeah. maybe if it does turn around, I will watch, like at least the pay-per-views because right. why not? That I could do. Uh, but, you know, I I just, I, I think that ship has sailed for me and unless they really, really,
1: really, really, really prove it, I'm, I think I'm over it. And yeah. I'm, I just I'm, don't know that that's the debate everyone's having now, right? Like, you know, Triple H is apparently in charge of, of uh, creative and correct. he probably will be different. I mean, I've, every person is different, um, but I don't know how different. Like, I don't know how different this show is going to be because Triple H, from what he knows about producing television and everyone who works there, they know it from Vince McMahon. <laughs> like they learn know. what they're. They learned what they're doing. They learned how to produce wrestling. And to them, a wrestling show is what Vince again puts out, right? Like it's, yeah. that's what they, that's what they know. So yeah. how different are they going to be? I don't know. Like, well, I don't know right. how different the shows are going to be now.
0: And that's what I, I, I think I messaged you about it. Um, you know, you were like, Oh, how do you feel about this? And I'm like, uh, like, you got to prove it. Like, I'm not going to fall for a bunch of names on paper. And they're basically the same people. Like sometimes you have to clean the house to get a different result. Yeah. Like, you know, what's the famous saying? You, you keep planting corn, you're going to get corn. Well, right. The same people have been there. Like literally think about it, like triple H and Shawn Michaels have been there since. Well, triple H since at least 90, 90- like- 90, 90,
1: mid mid 90s probably yeah
0: mid 90s okay 94 michaels, maybe
1: 95 yeah
0: yeah well michael's probably what about 90 89 with yeah Rockers?
1: like late late 80s probably
0: yeah uh and okay now they're in producer roles like you said but who are they gonna hire their friends right, right. <laughs> like i'm sure road dog is gonna get hired again right <laughs> because why wouldn't you um
1: Two things you know, on this. I mean, one thing people, people point to Triple H's time as, as being in charge of NXT and how it was different from WWE. And it was. Like, it was a different it was. show. It was a different yeah. show than WWE. But the reason they did that was because at the time NXT started, there the, the indie wrestling was starting to get hot, like, you know, the Young Bucks mm-hmm. were around. And they wanted to compete with that. They wanted to stomp that out before it became a thing. Yes. So they they took their, they hired a bunch of the best indie wrestlers and they put on a very good WWE version of an indie show and it was good like I'm not knocking NXT like NXT had a lot the original NXT had a lot of really good matches a lot of really good pay-per-views I really liked it like some they had some great stuff going on but they did it because they wanted to crush something that was already there that's not what Triple H prefers as a style he's not a secret you know ROH indie fan who <laughs> Who His whole dream was to put on an indie show, and he was blocked from doing so. Like, if you if you've ever seen Triple H wrestle? He wrestles WWE style. He's a, a slow, muscle-bound, epic match type of guy. He's not a flips and kicks type of guy. Right. So I honestly don't believe that Triple H, deep down, wants to put on an indie, indie NXT type production. I think he realized that that was a, a, a role he could fill, and that's something he could do until aew did it and was more successful doing it and then that didn't really work anymore so then they like i think he's he's gonna be more of a vincent man type guy than people think he's gonna be
0: and you had a tweet that basically summed up everything whenever you're like oh people are telling me now that uh aew is gonna fold and go under Oh wait, didn't the roster without half the NXT roster somehow beat them every week? Right.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Like there's I was thinking like, oh no, there's no way they compete they can compete with a WWE show run by Triple H. No, they did that. And they did it very well. <laughs> like
0: And with less talent. Like yeah. I'm not saying that I mean, not saying that the people were there were less talented. I mean they didn't have Adam Cole and And like they didn't they have, have even the size of a they roster
1: mean. they have, yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean they did how
1: much does triple h wish that this had happened two years ago before all those people got fired though like he hired all those people he gave them jobs on television vince fired them and they're like okay now that we've fired everyone that you (laughs) hired now now you're in charge
0: (laughs) well it was funny like uh when all this news broke uh sean ross did a uh, uh a live youtube show and he basically said the same thing you said and he said How weird is it that in 2022 that all of, well, a majority of NXT now works in a company called AEW and the company that they used to work for was put out of business because Triple H hired all them for NXT. Then Tony Khan buys ring of honor and brings it back. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. And like, it's the truth, though. And yeah, like you said, I mean, like even we time. went,
1: we went, we went from like a few months ago, you know, Triple H is, has health issues, he has yeah. to step away. And Stephanie McMahon wants to spend more time with her family. And yeah. then Vince McMahon came out on SmackDown and was like, I'm not going anywhere. And then, like, like a month later, they're like, actually, he's leaving, they're in charge again. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and it's like, what a like, it's almost absurd to think about yeah literally it's literally almost absurd to think about that this happened the way that it. like did. you're the
1: one you're we mentioned or like we alluded to earlier you're the one who told me he was <laughs> yeah he stepped oh, they, down like like i i was walking home from this, the grocery store like carrying groceries and i'm like i'll check my phone and like <laughs> and like it doesn't even seem like a, when you told me, I'm like, you're joking. Like that that can't be a thing. That can't be real. <laughs> like I, even know even knowing what he was going through and that he right. you know temporarily stepped back and like I I never thought he would like leave. Like there's yeah. no way.
0: Yeah, I've, I've I've been trying to stay off Twitter. Like just cut back on my daily usage because, like you said earlier, I mean the past few days I've been I've been living on Twitter again. Right. Uh, <laughs> And I was just like, eh, I don't have anything going on. I just got back from, I was hanging out with my dad. We had a couple of beers. I was like, eh, I'll go on Twitter, see what's going on. <laughs> and literally, I just I walked in my bedroom and I just sat on the edge of my bed and I was like, eh, I'm gonna, you know, put on some shorts, go outside. You know, see what's going on on Twitter, and I sat on the edge of my bed. I was like, "Oh my god, what? What?" It's <laughs> like, ah, and I was like, "I gotta tell Rick." <laughs> I like started, and I was like, "No, oh my god!" And then it was just one after another. Like, yeah, people like corroborating it. I just could not believe that this happened. Like,
1: and the I can't believe that he like he resigned. He didn't retire. Like he he's oh
0: he resigned yeah.
1: But I can't believe that he resigned with a tweet like that was. Yeah. That's never how I thought this was going to happen. You do know you, like I'm not going to get into what his problems are because I don't know yeah. legally. I don't know anything about the law. I don't know anything about that. But I mean, Raw yes. on Monday was from Madison Square Garden. Madison
0: Square Garden, right?
1: And better or worse, that's an arena that means a lot to WWE and to Vince McMahon. For and sure. for him to resign on a tweet in a tweet like three days earlier, <laughs> and yeah. not and not have like a goodbye thing at man's like if he was actually retiring like if this was a retirement like they said oh, it yeah. was
0: they would have had like a farewell to vince they would have had
1: a, from, a goodbye yeah. vince night and popped a rating and if, if they had announced that this was Vince McMahon's last show like i would have watched
0: i would probably watch that i would i'm stumbling over my words here minus the <laughs> allegations Yes. If the allegations didn't exist, yes, uh, because he doesn't deserve a send off.
1: Right. I don't care. So that's <laughs> uh, so that's how you know that this is an actual very serious real problem. The fact that they didn't do that because you know every single fiber of Vince McMahon wanted to do that. He wanted to go yes. out on TV and and have a good a big farewell <laughs> and everyone would cheer for him and like the fact yes, that he didn't I'll do guess. that means it's it's bad. Like it's it's not good for him and it's it's not going to get any better something is coming that isn't good yeah. and they have to get him out of there as fast as they can because it looks gonna look they really want,
0: bad and because they, they don't want any trace of him because that stock's gonna plummet yeah but so and makes, i oh, go, yeah, ahead. go ahead i was gonna say if you want to feel bad about yourself i was reading today that wwe stock went up like three
1: percent yeah did he oh, make like 150 million dollars or something today?
0: Yeah. Yeah, today, made (laughs) $141.7 million.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: wow, cool. Unless I hit the lottery, I will never make that (laughs) much money in my entire life. (laughs) And he's under scumbag allegations. Yeah.
1: So, like, I I get the – and some level – I get the inclination to be like, oh, you should, you know, thank him for all the stuff that he's done. Because I mean, like better or worse, we watched, a lot, I watched a lot of WWF oh, and I, I liked yes. it and I enjoyed the shows. And I, that's a lot of entertainment that he provided me or his company provided me. But yeah. like you, knowing what you know about what these, these allegations are and knowing the situation and just knowing Vince McMahon is what we know about him as a person. Like everything you know, <laughs> everything you've heard about Vince McMahon it's hard it's hard to go oh thanks let's just ignore all the the many many people that you've hurt and made feel horrible and made feel yeah like you it's you can't i I personally can't be like thanks vince i'm gonna forget all that horrible stuff you did no like it's sometimes you can separate what someone is as a person from the person they are on tv or the or 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 what they've accomplished and i think vince mcmahon is at that point where like you can't separate Vince McMahon, the, the person from WWE.
0: And that's why I think I can't get myself to watch anymore.
1: Yeah. I think this was so bad.
0: And it just made me feel a certain way. Like, I, 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 again, it doesn't affect me one way or the other. But if somebody that I don't know can make me feel a certain way because of something that they did. Yeah. There's power to that. And I just, I can't overlook that. Now, if that there is going to be a positive with Triple H, uh, someone brought up a good point on Twitter. And again, of course, I didn't write it down to give them credit. So I apologize. Um, he seems to have a good grasp on the Hall of Fame. I think the Hall of Fame will get better. Yes. And like he, he,
1: be, he's the one who got Bruno Sammartino to come back finally after. The
0: Warrior. And, yeah you know, like he's going to give, uh, and it might even be people that don't work for the company. Like, you know, if, uh, um, I'm trying to think of like a lifelong, like
1: like, demolitions, not in the hall of fame. There you go.
0: Like put them in or
1: because they, they were upset about a lot of like, you know, lawsuits and things like that. But Like they should be in the hall of fame.
0: A hundred percent. They should be in the hall of fame. Uh, You know, or there's like W, even like, I I don't want to say indie guys, but like, you know, there's low-card WCW guys and ECW guys that obviously were never going to be put in because Vince doesn't, like, if you ever worked for him, you didn't work. You didn't exist. Right. I think Triple H will bring in a lot of people that you know, for the Hall of Fame, that People our age would like to see, yeah. Uh, and it maybe did get overlooked or screwed because of who was in charge at the time. Uh, so I think that will be a positive for sure. Uh,
1: yeah, he does seem to have. I mean, there's always exceptions, but he does seem to have a better ability to to interact with people. Like he's a better people person. He doesn't seem to like have the <laughs> right. the, gr- the the grudges or the the weird hang ups with people. Like, there's some people that you know, Vincent fans like never going to talk to again because of something they did 20 years ago. Like, I don't think he has that same issue.
0: Yes. And, and yeah, he can overlook things and he can, he could bite the bullet. And to steal a, a line from Vince, the thing he always used to say Triple H will do what is best for business. Yeah totally think that is true and
1: but then you know, but then you then i think of triple h and like you know the early 2000s and like the his feud with booker t and like yeah like that was not what was best for business so maybe now now that he's no, not a wrestler true. now that he's not a wrestler anymore maybe he can see it from a different perspective yeah because I, when definitely. he was a wrestler he he didn't put people over like later on he did like later yeah. on in his career but at his at his peak he was like squashing everybody.
0: I, like that's one thing I, I and I'm still watched. mad that he
1: beat Sting at Wrestlemania I don't know if that was his call or if that, that was Vince's call but that still makes me upset and it made no sense
0: Sting <laughs> deserves a Wrestlemania he never had one And right. anyway um, <laughs> uh, I, that's one thing I will never understand about pro wrestlers like yes you work your butt off to get in the situation that you're in but everybody and their mother knows that it's fake Right, if if you know if I'm wrestling you tonight, and the agent comes up and's like, "Hey, you know, Blasco, Rick's going over tonight." I'm like, nope, not happening. Not on right. my watch. You've yeah, never there's a lot that. of
1: wrestlers like that's that's the the flaw you have with even like people like Bret Hart, where Bret Hart like I'm, I'm not talking about Shawn Michaels, but there's other matches where I I saw an excerpt from his book once where he was uh fighting wrestling Dino Bravo, and Bret Hart like broke a rib in his match and like couldn't wrestle. And he was like, But I wasn't gonna let him go over, like you know it's not real. Right. Like <laughs> right. just just it's fine. Right. Like let him go it doesn't mean anything.
0: Exactly. Like, and like the fans the second that it's over, then the next music hits. That's how much the fans care. Like they're not taking it right. home with them. Like right. oh my god, Dino Bravo beat Bret Hart. Like, well, right. go to work tomorrow. Oh <laughs> right. my god, what? i mean it's i don't get that
1: mentality i mean yeah i would i would i think i would be more upset if whatever i mean i'm not a wrestler obviously but i feel like i as a fan at least i'm more upset when like something doesn't make sense in the story like we talked about last time the eddie kingston thing like it doesn't upset me that eddie kingston lost the match it upsets me that that doesn't make sense for like the story they were trying to tell Like the Triple H uh, Sting match, it didn't make sense. The whole thing was Sting had never been in in WWE, and he was coming to like stop the tyranny of Triple H, and then he lost. Like, why are we doing that? That doesn't make (laughs) sense for like a storyline perspective. It's not that I don't think he should lose a match. I just don't. I don't like when they don't make any sense. And a lot of the stuff Triple H did, like the storyline with Booker T, like his, it was basically. He hid it under the guise of, you're from WCW, so that's why I'm treating you badly. But, like, yeah. it was realistically, he was treating him badly because of his race. It, yes,
0: it was, yeah, it was thinly veiled racism.
1: You can't say veiled racist right. things and then win.
0: And then win, right. <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, you have, to, you have to lose. The only outcome yes. of that storyline was he loses very, very badly and is humiliated. Yes. And Booker T wins. And, oh, yeah, that guy was wrong. But that's why he lost. Because he was wrong. Yeah. Like
0: so yeah, that's, you that's
1: almost,
0: so you almost make that a squash. You let right. him run his mouth and then oh okay, well we actually, I get to put my hands on you now. Okay, well let's go. And then you right. just destroy him and people right. forget about it.
1: <laughs> so that's why when they people say maybe he's different. That was 20 years ago. So maybe maybe yeah. non-wrestler Triple H is a different guy than wrestler Triple H was. But I find it hard to believe that he's suddenly gonna be this like refreshing new face for wrestling when like that was never how he was when he was a wrestler i agreed. you know it's
0: it it is very interesting the way that it's going to be run but until you prove otherwise i don't think there's going to be there's going to be obviously a difference like you put anybody else in charge of anything there's going to be a difference yeah
1: some things will change and probably for the better i mean they're probably going to they're probably going to stop um randomly changing people's pushes or randomly like just because a lot of times someone would have a gimmick and they'd run it for five weeks and then go i don't like it anymore and it would just be gone like i think stuff yeah. like that is gonna stop i think they might have a more cohesive it will just be the whims of one man who decides what goes on tv
0: yeah well yeah that's what i was gonna say you're you're gonna get more storytelling like triple h is a pro wrestler by trade
1: and I so, think they're going to have a store like a team like who does the sto- like who who writes the stories and puts them together and it won't you won't have that team write a bunch of stories and then half an hour before the show's on right some some <laughs> guy decides I don't like any of this and writes it himself <laughs> like I don't think that's I think that will change yeah
0: and apparently Nick Khan is going to get some of his Hollywood friends into LV writers
1: <laughs> I do hope it means. I don't know if this is a Vince thing or, or a, a company, you know, the, 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 you know, Stephanie was the branding officer for a while. So maybe this was her and then it won't change. They they're, they are don't talk like human beings. No. We've talked about this before when they say like, I will challenge you for a championship opportunity to get the next premium live. Like that's not how people speak. <laughs> so it, it sounds weird. So maybe that will be different. I don't know.
0: All you have to do is, well, see, this is the corner that they're painted in now. I, I was thinking of this earlier. They have now totally, except mi- mi- minus a few people, like, I mean, there is uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and a couple other people that were like indie wrestlers and like, well, even people like um, uh, Orton. You know, he comes from a wrestling lineage. Right. He understands how to deliver a promo. Just give them a microphone and let them talk. Right. Be like, this is how you have to end, but how you get there, I don't care. At the end, you right. have to challenge so-and-so to a match. Okay, right. cool. I got it. Oh, and you have three minutes. Okay, I got it. Uh, yeah. Let them go. How well, They painted themselves into this corner. They only hire like – uh. I guess entertainer people, influencers, if that's what right. you want to call it. like, uh, those people have no idea how to do anything.
1: I mean, that uh, brings up another point that I've heard from a lot of people: is do you think, in terms of AEW, I mean, AEW has guys under contract that on no one's contract is forever. Do you think right. n- now under the new management are they more likely to to want to hire someone from AEW? The old, the old WWE, the Vince McMahon WWE wasn't hiring anymore. They were hiring athletes and teaching them to be WWE wrestlers, sports entertainers. So are they more likely to hire someone from from AEW now because Vince isn't there?
0: See, again, they painted themselves in no corner. I think that would have to come from the board. Right. Because they do have a say. That is their money. Or that's not there. That's stockholders' money that you're paying for. But so. say the money was
1: all the same. Like say they could pay, you know, collegiate football player, you know, a hundred thousand dollars, or they could pay. I'm making up numbers, but they could yeah. pay a collegiate football player a hundred thousand dollars, or they could pay Swerve Strickland a hundred thousand dollars, and they don't. The board doesn't care which one you pick. They tell you you have X number of money to spend on someone. Well Are they really, now more? Now they I now mean, more likely to hire. Someone like a former, a former AEW guy over a former football player.
0: I could see them trying to do it, uh, like to like a mega star, but, right? Like I don't think they would be interested in taking like, a, uh, like a, even a Darby Allen, right? I just don't think they would be like, why? Why is he like that? why like he does what he jumps off the of things and lights things on fire at his house yeah because like, I mean, in the same sense
1: that. they still they still are a public company they still are yeah they it's different than when it's i mean tony khan it runs AEW himself he could decide if he wants someone there or not there and right. he really doesn't have to answer to anyone other than maybe his dad correct but he doesn't he doesn't have a board to respond to or or anything like that so
0: and, and like the interesting thing with that is again it's going to open up again are they going to be allowed to do like the extra stuff now? Or is that still just privilege to, if you did that before, you can still do it. But if you don't do it, you know, like Logan Paul, like he's allowed to have his YouTube channel. Right. Nobody else is, uh, you know, they're not even allowed to have Twitch channels and play video games. Like why? Right. Like these people have lives outside of your company, but maybe that's a board thing because if someone drops an F-bomb, they could say, well, wait a
1: minute. Right.
0: You know, that makes us look bad.
1: Yeah, it'll so, depend on on how hands-on the board is. They may, they may only – they may not watch – I mean, they may not watch the shows for all we know. Like, they don't – they well, may not be – yeah. They're not wrestling people. They might not care about wrestling. They just want to make money, right, which is what a board is there for. So if they're making money, they're happy – But you're right. Could someone lose a sponsor because of something they did? Or could someone lose?
0: Yeah. You
1: know, know, it could have have Fox be mad at them because of something somebody did like like the Briscoes. The Briscoes won't be on AEW and not because AEW necessarily doesn't want them there, but because the network doesn't want them there. True. So that something like that could still come up like there could be a, a board or a network or a sponsor that doesn't want certain things. But I don't know.
0: That just that whole situation, like it makes me mad and it doesn't affect my life in any way whatsoever. (laughs) Like I couldn't imagine working someplace and them being like, oh, okay, Rick, well, uh, you're not allowed to do this anymore. Well, that guy does it. Well, he's different than you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's weird because I would understand if they said, you know, you're I don't know the Miz and you can't use the name the Miz because we own that.
0: So, yeah, you yeah, so you can't,
1: so you can't might. do a Twitch channel. But if you want to do a, a a Twitch channel under your your own name, that's you. And I get yeah. that you became famous because you won WWE, but like that doesn't mean they control the rest of your life.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. It's, and I think that's what it boiled down to. I think Vince was such a control freak that he had yeah. to do that. But again, they're now painted in this corner, like it was uh i'm talking about it uh about three or four months ago with tyler breeze on his uh on on his twitch channel they were playing a game and like tyler breeze basically just let it say basically you i don't care if they offer me 10 billion dollars i would never go back to that place because it is like it has left such a bad taste in so many people's mouths i don't know if I mean, again, you you really have to prove a lot of you'd really have to change a lot of people's minds that were there already.
1: Yeah. And so, I think that will that will take a long, a long time. I mean, most people yeah. won't think, Oh, Vince is gone. I'm immediately have a different opinion. But I'm like you wait and see like where we're we gonna wait and see what happens. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like nobody knows it's gonna happen. This has been Vince Hookman's company forever so
0: yes i think from 72 i think he bought it from his dad
1: yeah so like that's like 50 years so no one knows what's what it's going to be like so it's going to take some time and it's not going to change overnight they're a massive global public company
0: yeah well i i think it was um melzer said you know he hate i think he said something to the point of like i hate to break this to you but the real change is like two and a half to three years from now.
1: Yeah. like I think small it, things will change. I think they might be able oh, to yeah. use use different terms. Like they won't necessarily speak the same way or they won't like have the oh, same yeah, restrictions on to, them.
0: Like say wrestling now, maybe.
1: Yeah. Or like, uh. yeah, it, it, it'll be different. Like someone said, Michael Cole's probably the happiest about this because Vince McMahon won't be yelling at him in his ear the whole time anymore. Like, I don't think anyone yeah. else yells. At, like I'm sure Tony Khan is on a headset when he's, backstage so he could tell the commentators oh by the way plug this match that's coming up next yeah right but he's not screaming at you for the duration of the show (laughs) right
0: he used to just berate michael cole for five hours yeah
1: like mick foley said he laughed because he couldn't like he couldn't take that he's like i can't speak i can't do commentary with someone yelling at me the whole time like i can't do it (laughs) so that'll probably stop so
0: (laughs) That is so absurd. Like, why would you have to
1: scream at somebody? It's very weird.
0: Like, don't get me wrong. I cannot stand Michael Cole. I think he's terrible. But (laughs) was he terrible or was he just terrified? Like, honestly, like, we're going to get to see now. Like, Michael Cole might be incredible.
1: But yeah, like if someone said you have to do this podcast and you're going to do it. But the whole time you're talking, I'm just going to be yelling at you. I'm just going to be yelling (laughs) at you. And you have to pretend that I'm not doing that and just (laughs) do your job. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, it's unbelievable to me.
1: So yeah, I think maybe he'll be better,
0: I, and more power to him if he is.
1: Uh, yeah, champion. it will be definitely interesting to see what happens. It, it I think it will in in some ways affect AEW because a lot of a lot of the reason people watch AEW is because they used to watch WWE or WWF Correct. and stopped liking their shows, so they started watching AEW. Now, do those same people also just, was it Vince McMahon or was it the, the the way the show was written? Because if you just don't like WWE because of Vince McMahon, you may not be willing to come back. But right. if you just, if you have no problem with Vince McMahon, but you just thought the shows were boring, if the shows change, maybe you'll go back. You don't know. Right. So it'll be, well, it'll be interesting to see.
0: Very Yeah. Very interesting. And I mean... Game changer, for sure, in the fact that I never thought the man would retire. I no, would never. Step away, Like, literally thought, they'd be like, oh, we have to cut the commercial. Why? Oh, well, Vince died. Right. <laughs> um, Sorry, we have to stop the show. No, they wouldn't And it's that the, the No, they, would no he,
1: he would have wanted the show to go on, didn't you know? Correct.
0: Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. He would totally <laughs> have wanted the show to go on. He yes. He totally would have. Like, that's how everything is. <laughs>
1: But and and the way it happened was just like I said, like it was a tweet on a Friday afternoon. It was not a like big farewell. It was not a like Eric Bischoff got an on-screen farewell from WWE. Paul Heyman gets uh, Jeff Jarrett is on WWE TV right now, when when Vince McMahon is not. Like it's very that's so weird to me. (laughs) It's very weird. Well, I mean, look, I
0: mean, we you said it. An hour ago, like our entire lives, that's all we've known in WWF slash WWE is Vince. Like he's right. been a part of our lives. If you watch wrestling for our entire life, I mean, yeah, that's it's it's it, you know, for what happens is scummy, but it it is very weird to think that he is gone. Yes. and and still alive never yes. thought, like i'm not trying to laugh at him being alive never thought that like that he would just step away so whatever no. is going on is pretty brutal has to
1: be it's big because like i said like he was on when was he on smackdown like a month ago when he came out and was like ha 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 not even like, yeah and like and that was like i'm never going anywhere and then <laughs> just gone like so it's gotta be whatever it is that's gonna come out
0: well i was gonna say apparently we'll find out this week there's a hbo documentary and more wall street journal to come out this week and it's
1: (laughs) it's it's something it's something that they felt like they needed him out of the not in the company so that when it comes out they can go oh we already got rid of him The rest of the company isn't guilty. It was just him, and now he's gone, so don't worry. Uh,
0: Yeah, but they better hope that, like, I I was reading something uh, this afternoon about some finance lawyer was talking about, like, if they can somehow prove that, like, Stephanie, Shane, or even Triple H, like, remotely knew about this, yeah they can
1: be implicated in it like imagine oh, i'm not that. saying it i'm not saying it'll necessarily really work i'm saying that's their strategy i don't know if it's gonna work but i think their thoughts are oh, just no, oh if,
0: no i i totally understand what you're saying but i just like, like their thoughts are like I if understand.
1: he's just not here we can deny that we didn't anything to do with it but maybe they can't
0: right that that's like the the gnarly part like not everybody's out of the woods yet so um hey all i could say and this just popped in my head right now how crazy is it that uh, HBO could air the very damning thing that like literally destroyed Vince McMahon and they also work with AEW. Right. (laughs) Wow. It's a small world, isn't it? I mean,
1: there's a lot of, there's a lot of ironies attached to this. Someone said, um, because of the Ric Flair's last match is technically promoted by Jim Crockett promotions. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and uh I think that the tweet was Vince McMahon has left WWE and Jim Crocker Promotions as a show next week. You lose. Yeah, and it was like it's it it's all like very the
0: long con or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh no, it was it's a marathon, not a sprint, which was what it's Triple H said to months. which is what Triple H said to AEW.
0: Right. <laughs> hey. It's the age of social media. Something that
1: you say will come back and bite you. <laughs> it's an and it's an interesting time. Like I as much as i was very pro wwf in the 90s i know this is dragging on really long
0: as much as i was
1: very pro WWF in the 90s um it was good for wrestling that there was more than one company there was wwf there was wcw there was even ecw like it it made everything better it made the shows better it made and i didn't Mm -hmm. even watch nitro but it their existence made the show better yeah so
0: competition is a good thing
1: yeah, so hopefully, I mean, hopefully WWE, even if I'm not going to watch it, hopefully it gets better and it's gets more people to watching into watching wrestling and it gets more wrestlers' money and it gets better television and it'll make AEW better if they have to compete against someone. Because yeah. when they had to co- compete, quote unquote, against NXT, like they didn't really have to. Like that yeah. was WWE's third brand against the company with all this hype. So yeah. like, That wasn't really competing, so and then I know they're not on the same day, and then they're not at the same time, but they're in the same business, so it'll be, it'll hopefully it's good for everyone. Yeah, that's as positive as I can make this Vince McMahon situation. That hopefully it's good for everyone.
0: Yeah. So on that note, we will, we'll end our first bonus episode. Um, Yes. (laughs) Like I said earlier, um, we're we plan on covering ring of honor um if the more it happens like we just went over this pay-per-view as a bonus episode and you know uh when there is tv or another pay-per-view we will also cover it for everybody um but we felt we had to do a little bonus episode uh and add on the vince stuff because that like i said other than him buying wcw this is probably the biggest story in pro wrestling in the past 25 years honestly yeah so i'd
1: say yeah for sure
0: you know so you know thank you everybody for listening uh rick it's always as always it's been an honor and uh i don't know i don't have anything quirky to say at the end so <laughs> on that note we'll on that note, we'll just end it and until next week later